0: G'day, my name's James, and welcome to another episode of Oz F1. It's great to have you company for this very special episode with two wonderful human beings, my friends and yours, the two Thomas's, Tommy T, good and the star of this show in Campy Talks Tech. It's our man uh, of the hour, Campy. Campy.
1: Campy. No, How hey boys? I don't know if I'm a star, but. Uh... <laughs>
0: You're definitely we'll go something. we from, from something. You're definitely something, mm, and yep. that's, that's Thank real. Thank you for your
1: kind words. You're welcome. Look, uh, <laughs> <G'day, for> one, <laughs>
0: we wanted to have this episode because there are some changes coming from 2020 to 2021. Uh, and the reason really for that is there was nothing really planned for 2021 changes outside of the massive changes that were supposed to take effect this year. So the new regulations being pushed back to 2022 means they had to do something to try and stop Mercedes dominance, apart from taking DAS out of the car and that's to have some rule changes because we love rules and the FIA and changing Oof. things and then Mercedes will still dominate anyway. <laughs> so what was the point? Anyway, to talk us through all of that it is Campy. Uh, campy, why are these changes so important to make between 2020 and
1: 2021? Oh, you fundamentally need to change a lot of things from year to year. Otherwise, the uh, the you know, it's intellectual property and the knowledge of the car and the improvements that can be made on it, if you give these engineers time, they'll figure oh. out things. To do. Mm. So you have to be constantly changing and evolving these cars all the time, slightly. And the, we'll go through it in a minute. But the small change they're making can have up to about two to two and a half seconds of lap performance. So, yes. Mr. James Ellison of the. <laughs> Mercedes, Petronas, Formula 1 team said so. Jeez, so. you're getting the full name in there. It's the yeah, first
0: for <laughs> Title as
2: well. Title.
1: And um, a
0: mister. Alright, well look, take us through the first change uh, for this year, which is the rear floor. What is going on so in the this rear, picture?
1: the rear floor here, so what they're doing is they're uh, taking out a triangle um, at, like a, yeah, literally a triangle, a long one, not a proper triangle. Good, yes. A <laughs> rectangular one, um, just in front of the, where the, uh, the the back of the floor meets the rear wheels. Now, you guys yep. can see that in front of us. Now, basically, uh, taking out that triangle and all the little uh, slots and slides that they put in there to direct airflow over the tyre and over the rear wing to create that suction has been uh, removed, and I think it's going to be somewhere between two seconds just for this Ooh. little cutout right that's here. That's epic,
0: isn't it? It's, it's a
1: that's lot a, for that's one a huge amount of time. change. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's huge, so... Um, we will talk about it later, but that could significantly have problems for teams like Renault, mm. where they made a lot of gains in their rear downforce last year. Yeah. And, and this is the area in which they made their uh, their aerodynamic gains. So uh, by removing that, the people at Alpine this year, you're going to have to figure out a way to get around it. Interesting, so.
0: isn't it? Because we've we've seen them fight so hard through 2019 with Danny Uriken and having a terrible to- start. Uh, And 2020 putting it together to get as far as they have, this is going to send them back. But what it doesn't do really is impact Mercedes all that much, which really these rules should have been.
1: doing. There's two possible outcomes for these, which we'll get to soon. But um, we're going to do a comparison of the Mercedes train of thought when it comes to the car and the Red Bull train of thought as well. Love that. This is the most important area and the most amount of changes. Two seconds is phenomenal.
0: uh, So that's the two second. Let's go to the rear gates. Yeah. Then, then, talk us through this picture,
1: mate. So you can see on the ass end of this car, which looks mighty. That's <laughs> the technical, <laughs> that's a technical term. Um, just underneath the floor, <laughs> they've got a whole lot of slots, which again directs the car out behind them and where they want that airflow uh, to maximise the into suction. Into an opponent. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, slow an down. Yeah. The dirtier the air they can create at the back of the car, the better yeah, for yeah. the, the better for them when their car's following. So um, these are. Down to 50 millimeters uh, in whatever length and shape they want. Down from um, uh, up, sorry, down from 100. Yeah, so well, 100, that's a massive, yeah. that's a massive thing too. And these floors are so technical. And, and Cause um, the
0: ultimately, it's about trying to increase overtaking. So DRS, the drag reduction system, was one way of doing yeah. that. Trying to simplify the design of these cars, hopefully, then makes it easier for, for cars to have better on track. Action until Lewis Hamilton disappears into the sunset <laughs> by lap three and then finds Nicholas Latifi <laughs> by lap four.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so that's the rear gate. So what about the front floor then? We, we should turn our attention back f- to the front of the car. So just
1: in front of that, you have your barge board again. They are, they are removing... Any parts that you can have basically sticking up that, up off ah. that floor, and you can't you can no longer have holes in the floor either uh-huh. to get to get the air to go underneath the holes yeah. and under the car and out the back. So mm. it's got to be a flat surface. But I believe there's a 25 millimetre. Um, change you can have in different parts of the floor and then you can wiggle it that way but you can't have specific things sticking up and no holes no holes it's got to be flat
0: i like the ferrari floor which looks like someone's just walked along with a spare parts box and glued stuff onto it for 2020 it was horrific yeah
1: it was horrific yeah so how does that then tie into the brake ducts the brake duct, so um, underneath the bottom half of the brake duct, you've got uh, you've got the hub, which every, the wheel or hole sits on. Again, they've got a whole lot of angles which direct the flow up over the wing or behind it. And they've basically taken all aerodynamic parts where you can see on this uh, photo. Underneath halfway because mm. they're all chopped off and to be removed as well. So that could have some issues for cooling as well for brakes and stuff like so that. So it's also an
0: issue then for Aston Martin not being able to copy Mercedes from <laughs> last year, then, hey?
1: Well, <laughs> it just looks they like
0: have <laughs> it's just an easy bait. No, Sorry. well,
1: the FIA has actually put some rules in place this year. What a surprise about carbon copying a car. You've got to be able to actually prove your. Um, Your car philosophy And car design From the very inception Mm. And why And the reasons why You're heading in the direction My car philosophy
0: is I want to win So I copied Mercedes (laughs) Lawrence Stroll It
1: it worked for them But long term It's not good for the sport, It's not good for the people We just had a conversation About stealing other people's work And and photos and stuff So yeah. um, Same thing It's the it's same, same thing Good isn't goodness. it It's true yeah, That so. came around quickly it it didn't did it. yeah, It's
0: unbelievable uh, Well while we're looking at the tyres Then increased weight This is uh, part of the whole situation It's not that Danny Rick's allowed to have a couple of more Pans Wingdings before he uh, hops in the car
1: No there's six kilo of upgrade uh, Three of which Will be taken up by the new tyre compounds this year So Um what we saw in Silverstone last year with tyres failing the way they did on the hardest set of compounds that they had was that these cars and the gen, the pet the sorry, the, the downforce generated had such an effect on them yep. at running at certain pressures within the tyres yep. that they just said we have to change this, we have to knock back because otherwise the tyres aren't going to perform the way we want them to perform. Yep. And We constantly have conversations about tyres, which I cannot stand. <laughs> Love talk. No, but we just want it's a tyre that's quick, that's durable, that we don't have to worry about managing. We don't have to worry about coasting oh, 200 yeah, metres into a corner because we've got a full fuel load and it's going to affect the grip that we have in 10 laps time. We don't like it. We want something hard where these guys can go and race 110% from go, To the final, to the checkered flag, and we haven't seen that in. In this turbo hybrid era, no. and we'd need a change. So anyway, three of that three kilos of that six um, is taken up by the tyres. Yep. And then the way they describe it is that the other three kilos can be invested in other places in the car. So so wingdings for Danny Rick then before the race. Yeah, well, <laughs> so you, want, you want the car to have a good center of gravity as well. So it might be it can be very valuable to see these teams just to have a two kilo weight somewhere in the car that yes. just positions the car a bit differently. And yep. two kilos in these things can equate to about. Two Two-tenths. Yeah. a lot, which is just incredible um, how delicate these things are. So, Yeah. Well, the design philosophy in Formula 1 can be very different, and
0: this is a good comparison, I think, as you're about to say, Campy. Adrian Newey is undoubtedly one of the best designers of all time, but yeah. uh, compared to the Mercedes of recent times, he just hasn't been able to design something to catch up to it, potentially because of the engine in it, who knows. But the difference in rake between Merck and Red Bull and the philosophies there... I mean, we love looking at the Red Bull, how aggressive it looks like an Apache coming into the corner, the ass is so high up off the ground, but talk us through what the rake differences are.
1: So in a Red Bull car, their philosophy for years since 2009, 2010 really has been that we're going to generate a lot of our downforce by having the front angle of the car and the rear angle of the car being higher at the back and lower at the front to generate downforce that way. And with a shorter wheelbase than that of the Mercedes. If you go to the next slide, Tommy, the issue and where these rules could be problematic for Red Bull is in this yellow box out the rear because there's more of a gap at the back end of the car. It creates enough potential for the for the um, for the airflow to go outside of the wheels and not where they want it directly to go, mm. which could cause problems for them. And this is the area in which it's gonna it, it's make or break for Red Bull or Mercedes this year in this yellow patch. And how they handle their different um, design ideologies, in where, how they're gonna, um, what's the word they use? How they're gonna get the car to suck and seal to the ground with the airflow. So that's the main area we're gonna be looking at. But the two philosophies, the other philosophy is the Mercedes, which is a low rake and a longer wheelbase, um, which has its own problems too, Mm. because then you've got more of a, of a surface area for for the for the air to actually flow, mm. and it, you know, it, it equates to time lost at the end of the day. But yeah. Mercedes over the last eight years have been so far in front <laughs> in every Doesn't other matter. area that this year could possibly come down to how Mercedes or Red Bull mm. solve their aerodynamic issues. And That's it's so good. it's a myth at the moment. No one really knows. We can speculate about the high rake. Yeah. And the air going out the sides causing loads of problems for Red Bull. But we don't really know. Last year we saw Ferrari, saw McLaren, we saw basically every team run floors for this year in anticipation of these new rules. But we don't really know because there's a new tyre compound as mm. well. And Yeah. We know that these tyres are so sensitive and we you can light them up and they're done. You can't you can't run them just by doing a burnout. So uh, you can't run to the optimal temperatures. You just overcook them, and the rubber melts. You way love tires, so. Tom. Don't you?
0: Tires. What are your thoughts on? Tires I'm a fan of tires this whole change because Mercedes and Lewis and everyone was trying to push hard against them actually changing it coming into this year. It's
2: because they had an advantage with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Weird, is that. <laughs> that surprising, isn't it? But well, so, so what happened was we're getting we're expanding into a bigger rim and we're not campy in 2022. I think that's the thing. So we're fundamentally going to a whole new tire a year's time from now. So this is all kind of stopgap. We've still got the same old rim, but we've kind of got some new tire tech. We've kind of got some of this. What was happening last year was because the downforce was so much higher than anticipated for those tires, they were just getting destroyed and we saw things like Silverstone. So Mm. what's had to happen is Pirelli's gone, yo, can we pull back 10% and give our tires a bit more of a break? So that's kind of what all these things are coming to. So, this is really just to eke the last life out of these current compounds. Yeah. Um, and the current
1: designs of the car, because we're going an extra year than we should be anyway. Exactly. Um, they had to change something, and and this is what we've got. But it could open the playing field. It could it could make life very easy for a team like McLaren, who's got a very good chassis and yeah. a very good all round chassis. Mm. Yeah. That their car warmed up tires really well last year. We yeah. saw that when Carlos signs, I think it was Imola, where he got in the front of oh, both yeah. um, Mercedes off the start. Like, yeah, yeah. Because it was so cold, you know. So the McLaren mm. could have a possibly could have a, a you know an advantage because. Their cars not as susceptible to these changes as the Mercedes. What about a team?
2: Could what about be? teams like Ferrari or Renault who are running very low rear downforce on their wing and were relying on probably a lot of floor? You would think
1: in those cases. Well, it's a catch twenty-two for everything because it, like, it seems like if for a everything lot of this you do, effect, there's a bonus in one yeah, area, but it actually yeah. stops you in another area. So, they're the fine lines and the decisions yeah. that. We could we could make grandiose statements about what that's gonna do, yeah. but unless we absolutely know the fundamental design philosophy and why they've made decisions at the front of the car and on their front wing yeah. and how the front ring interacts with the barge boards over the front tyres, yeah. then we've really we're making up. We're making it up and speculating. But this year will be very interesting to see what teams figure out and what the pecking order is because it has the capabilities, in my opinion, to change change the standings from what oh, we've seen. Let's hope. Which and is a breath of fresh air. We yeah.
0: need it because a lot of people have commented to me, well, why would I bother watching Formula 1 this year? It's going to be carbon copy of last year. Well, it's not. Uh, lots of awesome people is going around saying there's not a lot of changes. These are significant. Two-second changes mm. are huge, tyres, everything else. But it, it's going to be an interesting year because then hopefully McLaren, as you said, get
2: an edge. Well,
1: well that's what we all want. But whether it happens or not, well... Well,
2: what are the other things holding back McLaren? So they're going to have to use a lot of tokens because they're switching engine suppliers. So so tell us about the token system. So there
1: was a token system this year for upgrades Um, you are only allowed to use. This year we had three engine upgrades that all manufacturers bought. This year we're only getting one. So Mm. there's only going to be one major change from the engine that we get at the start of the year to the end of the year. Yeah, wow. But there's token points that... that you have to spend in order to get that upgrade. Yep. So the allocation for those, I cannot remember for the life of me. I've been racking my brain. An amount been sitting out. An amount. Yeah. But the problem for McLaren this year, and the biggest issue that Daniel Ricciardo faces, is that because McLaren had signed a deal to, uh, to be a uh, Mercedes team customer this year, um, a lot of their token points and upgrade points have already been spent because they've had to fundamentally change the car from last year to get a mercedes motor in it engine mounts where intakes sit all those kind of things it's a
2: completely different engine change for that old chassis so you can
1: imagine even the way the motor works and the diffuser how it comes out of the back and you know gets rid of exhaust gases and stuff like that yep Um, we're also getting some biodegradable fuels coming in this year we're going to be using things Mm. like hemp and cotton um in some of the fuel compounds to make it more sustainable and biodiverse which formula One has never been and never should be but <laughs> your favorite thing mm. correct oh well, that's good mm. so really what you're saying is that this
0: is uh these are enough of a change to make some significant changes on track to hopefully not see a mercedes Just run away, it away. at least yeah. early enough we know james mm. allison's very good so potentially that might happen later in the year but Let's have a bloody fight all the way to the end of the year in
1: terms of a championship. What we do know is is that Mercedes has been working on this car for probably three months more than everybody else. Yeah. Probably as
0: soon as they heard what the regulations exactly <laughs> were. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> no, there
1: was actually a limit on how much work they could do on... Um yes car sure yeah. <laughs> here's so, the test uh-huh.
2: don't do any study and don't read about it
1: <laughs> and they asked teams to do it on a system of in good faith but
2: yeah I'm sure that was yes. good. we, was we well saw,
1: saw Matteo Bonotto miss race weekends to be in the factory like at the end of last year and we don't know what Ferrari were doing we just uh, said oh it's because <laughs> he's better yes. playing Wes Wally wasn't he well <laughs> that's what we were doing trying to find where is he that's why Seb did well at that time and we're just alleging things here but i mean ferrari for them this year they have to make a big step up this year yeah because i'll tell you what internally in that team eight years of mercedes dominance and you take away the four years before that of the red bull dominance Ferrari haven't had a world championship winning car. It's not good for their brand. It's not good for their psyche as a team moving forward. They're going to have to pull something out of their backsides this year to have a competitive car. But they could just be throwing it away and putting it all into next year, which I hope they're not, but... It wouldn't surprise me if that's the lights it's going. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's true. Well, look, it's all to play for, obviously, for this year. And hopefully this has given you a bit of an overview of the changes coming on board for the 2021 season. I can't wait to talk about the 2022 season. That's going to be an awesome uh, episode much later in the year, of course. But mm. for now... Well, say goodbye, and uh, if you have anything to fact-check us on, please don't write to us because we're probably wrong about most of us. <laughs> Boys, it's been a pleasure. I uh, will see you in if the you next like episode. The if you like my shirt, please also click up here. You can uh, buy that on the store.
2: You may and may now finish the podcast. Now
0: that I can finish the podcast. <laughs> I'd also say if you like Tommy's shirt, but that would be repping McLaren too much and you can't do that. Ooh. Although they still have these in stock if, if you're uh, interested in doing that. But uh, it is bye for now and please consider subscribing and doing all the good stuff. All the links below uh, for that. We'll see you next time.
1: Yeah. Yes. This is good. podcast three, take two. Yep. Ah. Podcast three, take two. Clap it's in his, his ear hole. Get that off his he screen. Was. He loves it. In
2: I his- love my ear
1: hole. Anything
2: oh, in the God. ear. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. I was like, he's gonna miss the shirt. <laughs> Before we get any dry-